Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Weekly. I hope that um, this podcast finds you in a wonderful place. Maybe it's warm where you are. Maybe it's not. It's been really cold around here recently, but I'm hopeful and excited about some better weather that's coming. Anyways, welcome back. Thank you for being a part of this journey. And this year on Weekly, we are taking a, a year's time to go through a theme and all of my goals that are built around that theme for the year. And so this year on Weekly, um, I'm just sort of walking through my life and walking through the progress of taking some time and trying to really hone in on a specific goal. Because when you think about an entire year and you think about all the opportunities that you could do, it can be a little bit overwhelming. It can be insanely overwhelming to think about all the things you could do. I could, you know, lose all this weight. I could do this thing. I could write a book. I could, you know, start running. I could, you know, like, I'm not saying I'm doing all these things. These are just things that people do as New Year's resolutions. I don't really have a lot of interest in running, although health is on my yearly theme. And so what I have done this year, which is not my idea, there are plenty of other people that do this sort of yearly theme. And so if you want to hear more about that process, you can go back a few episodes. But what we're doing this year is working through a theme together. And so for me, my yearly theme is awareness. It is being aware. And really that for me is something that I actually struggle with a lot. Uh, I could have picked a sort of, you know, uh, vanity type thing like, oh, this is something I'm already good at. Like my word for the year is going to be communication. Like, well, I love talking to people. I'm not a, I love talking and communicating. I couldn't pick public speaking because getting up in front of people gives me great energy and joy. So that would not be a good theme for my year because I'm already like, that's a thing that I do that I, it's not stretching, but being aware, awareness is stretching to me because I know that I have a tendency to be present, but not aware to be in a place of proximity to the action, but my head is somewhere else. And that is just an honest confession, uh, because this is my podcast. And so I can say, what I would like to say, and I really do want to be honest with you guys and with myself, because if I can't be honest with myself, if I can't be aware of where I am, I can't make meaningful change to get to a better place. And so last week we talked about uh, a little bit sort of nerdy technological stuff about my Apple Watch that I got for Christmas and how I was using that to fulfill some of my goals of awareness and how it was helping me track things, helping me wake up, helping me keep track of my move and stand rings and all that kind of stuff. And so um, this week I want to talk about another area of awareness that's not related to um, my own personal technology, but that's rated that's related to all of us in a way because I would imagine that all of you have a Facebook account. Um, I, most people have Facebook if they have any sort of social media. Maybe you have lots of social media accounts, but I want to talk specifically about Facebook because Facebook 
has been doing some things. They've been making news lately. They seem to always be making news over the last few years, but recently they really started doing something uh, that was not good, and um, I want to talk about that today, and I want to pull all of that back as we walk through some of the things that happened, not just report the news. You can read the news somewhere else, but I want to give you some of my thoughts as it pertains to me and what I'm going to do personally because of the awareness that I have about things that are happening on my phone. So unless you've been living under a rock or not reading the news or don't have people that you know that know about news or the television, you probably know that Facebook has been in the news a lot lately. It started a long time ago. Really, honestly, most of Facebook's history has news associated with it. But over the last few years, things like Cambridge Analytica, things like Russian and other uh, hackers who were creating events and, and all kinds of crazy stuff on Facebook, to Mark Zuckerberg testifying before Congress, which was a hilarious thing if you've not watched any of that to see how confused most politicians are uh, on the Hill about how Facebook even works, which is a little scary to think that we elected some of these people to office who have no idea how the technology works and who is taking advantage of us. Um, we've learned about fake news and actual unreal news that is actually not true. Uh, we've learned about all kinds of things with Facebook and some of their scandals and breaches of privacy and all kinds of not great stuff. Facebook does not have a good track record of taking care of your data. Uh, they promise connection, they promise friends and family first, but they actually just want to scrape your data. And they use a lot of interesting tricks to do that. Some of them are not illegal and that you agreed to them in your terms of service when you hit agree and signed up for Facebook or you use Facebook to authenticate other accounts like Spotify and other websites where you can log in with Facebook like you're giving them access to some of your data and that is true and for the most part there are risks associated with using your content and your personal stuff online and that happens but uh, Facebook finds a way to become creepier and creepier by anyone's standards, and this last year has been no different. And so uh, some of these big stories of them going to Congress, of Cambridge Analytica, like everyone knows about that pretty much. But something that you may have missed, unless you actually really are engaged in sort of the tech world, was the latest thing to happen with Facebook, and specifically, um, well, it's on iOS Apple's mobile platform and Android, Google's mobile platform, the two main players in the space, and an app that was called Facebook Research. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory about what happened, where Facebook Research, the app came from, where the idea came from, and then we'll, we'll bring it into why this matters for you and maybe what you should do about it. Let's go back in time uh, several years ago to 2013. Okay, so in 2013, Facebook, the conglomerate mega power that it is, acquired a company called Onavo. 
which makes me think about Apollo Ono, the figure skater. <laughs> Onavo was uh, an Israeli VPN maker, and Facebook bought the company Onavo, and it uh, allowed users in the App Store to download it and to be a VPN. So let me give you a little bit of tech info here. A VPN is a virtual private network. Think of it like a tunnel, a tunnel that your data can go through to get to somewhere else, and it takes some confusing ways so people don't necessarily know where you're coming from. So if you use your computer at a local Starbucks or McDonald's or Burger King or wherever you get on public Wi-Fi or your own Wi-Fi, it is easy for everyone to identify where you are. Your IP address, your uh, wireless connection is going to shake hands and they're going to create a network and then you're going to be a part of that network and it's easy to find where you are online. And so a VPN, a virtual private network, is a way where it takes your information and uh, it's kind of like a, like a tunnel. There's even one VPN called Tunnel Bear, which is kind of cute. Um, and so VPNs are helpful. They are good. They're a way to give you privacy, except when Facebook, the largest social network in the world, buys the uh, VPN, known as Onavo, and uh, made an iOS app that they called Protect, which I think is hilarious. So so in 2014 or so, um, and until recently, uh, Facebook, using this Onavo company, um, had an app that they could be your VPN, which uh, sounds really, really kind on the front end. But the reality is they were scraping all of your data as you were push pushing it through their tunnel. So as it's traveling through their tunnel, they're seeing everything. And so if you have a VPN, you want to have someone that you can trust. And I don't know about you, but I don't know that I would trust Facebook to be my VPN. Uh, I would trust Facebook to help me find someone I went to high school with, to find a restaurant near me or read reviews uh, or send a business a message. But I don't trust Facebook to be my virtual private network when I think that I'm getting secure traffic. And the reality is I am getting more Facebook, which I'm sure they are using in some way to serve you ads and other information that would help you. So Onavo was removed. That was shut down in the past. And so that seemed like the end of the story, but like all good things with tech giants, that is not how the story ends. And so Facebook decided to do something a little bit different and a little bit sneakier and a little more clever. And they created an app called Facebook Research. And they invited people, mainly 13 to like 29 year olds, 13 to 25 year olds, to be a part of Facebook research, and it was a way for them to uh, to give you an app that they had to give you through a specific link. You couldn't get it through the App Store. It opened it in your mobile browser, which allowed it to bypass all of the sort of safeguards that the App Store has in place. So, especially with Apple, on their App Store, they have very strict rules about what your device can and can't give an app, and what you have to to allow it to do, and then just things that it cannot do. And so what Facebook did was they created an app using basically their like developer certificates and gave it to people. 
So people, 13 to 25-year-olds, were downloading this Facebook research app to help Facebook develop, um, well, basically more ads and more ways to find out about you. And what it did was installed like root-level access, very deep-level access on your phone to where it could see your calls, your text messages, your messages, what apps you were using, how long you were using those apps, uh, and even would prompt people to take screenshots of their Amazon carts when they checked out. Um, because they wanted to serve you better ads. Like they're asking you for pictures from your phone as well as tracking all of your data, which is very, very concerning. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't really know if that's that big of a deal, just believe me that it is a big deal. It is a problem. It is not good. And so uh, Facebook has been doing this for a while, paying people um who are 13 to 25-ish years old, $20 a month to download this app and beta test this stuff for them. So your content, your phone, your privacy, all of your information to Facebook is worth $20 a month. And I don't know about you, but I think that my data and my privacy is worth more than $20 a month. Now, yes, technically you did choose to do this. You followed the directions, you, you know, downloaded the content, you got paid in a Visa gift card for $20 a month. This is true. But I doubt that most people, teenagers especially, 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, like what 15-year-old doesn't want to make $20 a month by downloading an app and using their phone? Like they're already using their phone all the time. And so it, uh, to me, it's just crazy. It, it was mind-boggling to me that this was happening. And so I'm not shocked because Facebook has done some pretty shady things in the past. They have not always been the most virtuous when it comes to privacy. And they have lied to people and they have snuck around the rules. But this is a really, really, really big breach of trust and of information when it comes to um well, just your personal space. And so they are paying off people to do really, really deep research for them, finding out your spending habits, where you go, how long you go, what apps you use. After Facebook, what apps do you go to? Like imagine someone recording your phone and everything you do all the time and then using that and selling it to other people because they're using that to craft their ad experience for you and for other people, and they're paying you $20 a month on a Visa card. Like, it is pretty crazy. And honestly, it's kind of mind-boggling that it's even true. Like, it's almost too crazy to be true that they bypassed all these rules. And so all of this really came into the news because Apple decided that they had had enough, and they decided that they were going to take action against Facebook. So Apple decided that they were going to to revoke their developer license. And here's what happened. Instead of removing the Facebook app from the App Store, which would have made a lot of people very angry because everyone uses Facebook for their personal life, their business, their church, their organization, etc. Facebook revoked their developer license. And what this did was basically broke everything at the Facebook campus headquarters because they have special apps that only their employees can use to take the bus, to get their laundry, to get their meals from the cafeteria, or have things delivered, to sign into things. And all of that broke 
when Apple removed their developer license. And so because that's the way that they were distributing this Facebook research app was through uh, through the internet in a way that on, they were only supposed to give to developers and to employees. It was a way that people could have apps on their phone that were business-specific and developer-specific without having the public have access to them. And so they were using that technology to give people this Facebook research app and all of the, the root access that they needed, but it's also how they distributed their sort of Facebook world apps for their employees. And so when Apple revoked their license, people couldn't get the bus, they couldn't get their food, they couldn't get their dry cleaning and their, and their laundry and all the services that Facebook provides their employees because their developer license was revoked. Now, I think that not long after this happened, I'm sure there were meetings, things had been fixed. They had to agree, I'm sure, to some pretty uh, steep terms about not doing this anymore. Uh, at the same time, Google, uh, when Facebook got in trouble, Google quickly admitted that they had used this for a few things in the past and maybe were using it still now, but they got rid of all of those things immediately. They did not want to have their developer license revoked as well. And so Apple... Um, you know, the reality is I want, I probably believe that people at Apple knew this was happening for a while. It probably was not the first time that they'd heard about it, but it became so, um, needed for them to take action that they decided to do something. And I'm a little bit shocked that they did because Apple, uh, while I trust them more than other companies, I trust them with my data more than other companies. They are not perfect, and they have had their share of issues as well. And they need companies like Facebook on their platform because Facebook is huge. Facebook is everywhere. If they took Facebook off of the iPhone, people would switch to other phones to have Facebook because that's how tied we are to technology, right? And that's kind of sad, but it's also true. So Facebook came up with a way to really uh, hit them in a place that affected only them, and uh, to make a statement. And so good for Apple for doing that because they they did not honor the terms that they agreed to with Apple because they were not distributing this content um, in an enterprise way for employees and for testing. They were using it for research and for, for profiting off of access to people's phones, which Apple does not like to do. And so as of right now, I think that all of this still works on Android. So if you have an Android phone right now, and you have downloaded Facebook research or any of the other sort of surnames that it goes under, there's a chance that you are giving all of your data away to Facebook, and maybe they're not even paying you, uh, which is kind of crazy. So if you have an Android phone, you might want to check and see what apps you have downloaded, and uh, if any of them are connected with any beta Facebook things or Facebook research, because you could be contributing to uh, their profits and uh, they could be stealing all of your data and locations. And I don't know about you, but to me, that is scary and not good. So I, I don't want to just talk about the, the technology side of this. I want to give you all of that so you have a framework of what's going on. And really, it, co it coincides with the idea of awareness and it's like, now that I'm aware of all these things, and there's, you know, you sometimes you want to give companies the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes you want to believe that, um, you know, that ultimately they want good things. But to me, Facebook has shown that they, 
do not respect anyone's privacy, and they're not interested in the good of humanity. They are interested in profits and being the largest company in the world and owning the most things and having all of the data. And so I decided that I was going to uh, remove the Facebook app from my phone, from my iPad, uh, from really anything other than the internet. And so I'm not getting rid of my Facebook account. It's still a useful tool. But what I realized was that I was using Facebook as a tool to, uh, well, sometimes it made me angry. Sometimes it made me happy. Facebook has become a really vitriol and gross place. And honestly, I'm overwhelmed when I get on Facebook. But at the same time, it's kind of like watching those videos where you watch a train wreck, right? Where you watch things happen uh, because you keep coming back for more. You keep coming back to see what's going on. You wade through the craziness. And uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was weighing me down. And I felt like I was not able to use my brain to think in big picture terms and do like important deep work because things just kept distracting me. And Facebook loves to send you notifications and tell you all the things, and they want you to keep using their app. They want you to make sure that they that you use it. And so they classify your newsfeed in a way that's going to group things together and like give you a narrative. Like They're doing all of this. And so for me, it was just like, you know what? This is a good time to just remove this from my phone. So if I want to get on Facebook, I can still get on on the web browser on my phone. I can still get on my computer and get on. But Facebook does not have an app. They do not have access to anything on my phone anymore. And honestly, it feels pretty good. In fact, it feels really good. It's been um, a couple days since I did this, and I do not miss having Facebook on my phone. When I need to check something on Facebook, I can just open my computer, go to the thing, look at the tabs, look at the notifications, look at the messages, and there you go. I'm good. And I'm trying to remove those things from my life that don't add value. Because if I'm going to be aware of what's going on, then I want to make choices that are going to be positive and good. And spending time on Facebook, writing comments, engaging in discourse and discussion, uh, I've tried that over the last year. I tried to have healthy conversations on Facebook. That is uh, not a great idea. I would not suggest that, honestly. I really did try to have some meaningful and like open and honest conversations with people around different things happening in life and politics in our country, and uh, it didn't go well. So where do we go from here? Well, for me, uh, removing Facebook from my mobile devices seemed like a really good choice. And I'm not going to delete my Facebook, but honestly, not having an app, making it like a lot of friction to even get on Facebook for now has been enough to keep me from even caring about it or really even thinking about it. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what you should do. And I'm not here to tell you what to do. You should make the decision that you want to make. But for me, it's like Facebook has shown itself to be a snake. And do you keep inviting snakes to come and hang out with you? I don't love, I don't love snakes. Um, and I, I just feel like removing that from my uh, house slash my you know, phone in this case is a good idea. And so I've deleted my Facebook before in the past 
and have pronounced online on other platforms that I was deleting my Facebook like some brave person. There's nothing brave about deleting your Facebook, but if it's going to make you better in life, it's going to make your health better, if it's going to be better for you, maybe you should. So for me, right now, in this place, on this episode of Weekly, my Facebook still exists. If someone's commented on something or tagged me in something, I haven't read it today. And I'll probably check it later because there are some things that I need to actually keep track of that are, like actually matter for life and for work. So it's not like I'm never going to use Facebook. But I do not feel good about giving Facebook any close access to my phone, even what is legal. I don't feel very good about that. And because of awareness, because my yearly theme, that's why we're talking about all this, is being aware of what technology is doing to you. Uh, not just the effects of social media, as in like it's, it's everyone's new version of a cigarette like that you just reach for, that you can become addicted to. But what is technology taking from you? Are there apps on your phone that are taking things maliciously from you? Are they tracking your data? Are they tracking your conversations? They might be. There might be games and other things on your phone that are taking things from you that you did not give them permission for because they found a loophole. And so my advice to you is to be aware of what you put on your phone. And if something seems sketchy or too good to be true or takes you to a weird page, it's probably not true. Probably not. If something offers you money, you probably shouldn't accept it. It's probably not a good idea, you know? And so just use some caution because I don't know about you, but my phone has all of the most personal data about my life, about my family, about where I am, about my children, my bank information, um, all of my like documents and all those things are stored on my phone. And so if I had downloaded an app like this Facebook research, they would have access to all of my data um, that I technically gave them access to. And so... Uh, you know, if you have something on your phone that you don't feel good about, just get rid of it, delete it, uh, delete your phone and reinstall it and get rid of like all the things that are bloating your system because there is a good chance that something in your phone is trying to take advantage of your data. And I don't know about you, but I think that my data is worth more than $20 a month on a Visa card. I think my data is worth a lot more than that. And so I'm going to use the awareness that I have to make some positive changes in my life. And now that you have heard all of this, maybe you didn't know about this story. Maybe you hadn't even heard about it because unless you're sort of in certain circles or read certain like news publications that talked about this, maybe you don't know. So now you do. You've been, um, you know, given awareness. Go and read some articles about this. Just look up Facebook research scandal, Facebook stealing your information in 2019. Uh, there's plenty of articles from all kinds of publications about this. So I hope that you walk away from this informed with a little bit more uh, decision-making ability um, for you to be more aware of what's going on because you really do need to protect your online person, your privacy online. And so uh, that's, for me, that's what I did was to delete the Facebook app and use the others less often because I want Facebook to become less a part of my life in any way. And uh, maybe you can do the same. And maybe by 2020, a bunch of us won't have Facebook anymore. I don't know. But if something's going to cause that much harm, potentially, to me or my family, uh, I want to get rid of it. And so, uh, for me and my yearly theme of awareness, 
This week was all about getting rid of the sort of nastiness that is Facebook mobile. So thanks for listening to this episode of Weekly. I This is different than maybe other episodes, but uh, this is a different kind of year, and it's all about awareness, and so this is what's happening. And if this made you more aware, awesome. And if you'd like to talk more about this, let me know. I have plenty more thoughts than this about Facebook and about other things. Uh, but really, thank you so much for listening to Weekly, and I hope that your year is going well. And I would love to hear about your goals and your themes for the year. So uh, find me on social media, probably not on Facebook, uh, but Twitter's good. I'm on there. You can find the podcast at uh, WKLY underscore pod. And you can find me at James Eaton on Twitter. So until next time, have a great week and we'll see you next time on Weekly.